Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween, everyone. And welcome back to Free Falling, episode eight. Episode eight. Hey, Coves, I just realised, though, because we put these out in a few days, mm. Halloween will be done and dusted. No, I know. I know. But I thought it was better to be Halloween-y on Halloween. As opposed to doing a fake Halloween yeah. a week ago and yeah. then people get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. Authentic. Yeah, and you've done a great job. Um, for those of you that, that are watching, um, you can see it. For those of you that are listening, Coves has done an amazing job um, here in the studio. Mm. Um, cobwebs. <laughs> Candles, <laughs> spiders. So where'd you get all this stuff from? Did you did you go and purchase it, or did you have it lying around? I actually had it lying around. Why? Uh, because the blacks, all the blacks that everything's covered in, are just like that we use. For you use it for stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, no. The one purchase was when I had to go to Coles uh, yesterday. I got cobwebs for a dollar. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's working and it's sticking to all of my clothes. I know, which is I nice know. Too. Sorry about that. It doesn't matter. It's but all look, part got, of it. We've got candles. It's all very creepy and Halloweeny, and we're dressed up like we promised. Although I can barely see anything or hear anything. But you, you look like pretty much it's spot on for how Kurt dressed in that the Rolling Stone photo shoot. Yeah, you've even got the glasses, the same shape. Yeah. Which you you, you actually painted the glasses. Right? I did. Well, because again, I didn't want to um. I didn't want to go to any length of effort or expense, so I thought, what have I got at home that I can yeah. make into a costume? And I think I did pretty well. Uh, really, even the, the, I love the shirt. I'd like you to dress like this This is normally. my grandfather's. Really? This is my stepfather's cool, T-shirt. Okay, my grandfather's so it's a family affair. paint splattered shirt. My old Subi jeans, which uh, I just, yeah. they're so old. Um, and my mum's sneakers. <laughs> you really look the part. Thank you. You, you, I think I look the part as uh, I've, I've dressed for those of you uh, that can't see. I've, I've come as Liam Gallagher because yeah. I, I thought, with you being an early '90s rock and roller from America, <laughs> I'd do the British version counterpart. Yeah, because you okay. know there was a bit of it was quite different, right? All right, so either you have either dressed Britpop. very well. Or you've just grabbed a jacket and coincidentally it's worked out to be quite a quite a spot on Liam Gallagher. Well, I have to admit, I, I kind of dress like this in winter, mm. but it's spring and it's pretty hot mm-hmm. and I'm suffering. Mm. I'm you, really, really hot. I don't want to hear anything about you, you being hot. You have a ski hat on. I'm wearing a wig, a ski hat. Four layers. Glasses. Headphones, I can barely breathe. So let's just yeah. see how long I can actually wear well, this. Well, for. you can derobe as the episode goes on. Okay. I'm sure, we'll see how we right? go. You don't have to. You don't have to stress about that. We no. don't want you to. Be I'm committing to the part. We're on. We're on Halloween. I'm dressed up. I should do the whole thing in American accent too. I'm going to be American for the whole thing. Are you really? Why not? Are you really? Just for something different. <laughs> Far out. Okay. All right. Do I have to put an accent? <laughs> on? Yeah, you have to be British. I have to be British. No, you don't have to. So like a northern accent. You can do whatever like you want. None, so you want me to talk like that, love? <laughs> I don't know if I can handle I that, the whole thing. If you want, love. <laughs> no fucking worries. All right, let's get into it. All right, I can't do it for the whole episode, and I think I'll That's do That's fine, you don't have to do it at all. Heads in. So, Cobes, episode eight, yeah. um, episode seven, there it was. Uh, you you have some things to say about episode seven, am I correct? I do. I, I is this going to be entertaining or is this purely like a I'm going to be really fast okay. on, on the uh, rebuttal. I'm just going to let you take over. I'm going to shut up and just... I listened to episode seven back again. I could not believe the amount of things that we got wrong. I know we get things wrong all the time. I think I only got one thing wrong. Gina Davis. Correct. The Because what did you say? I think I said Renee Russo was, was a Gina famous Davis. archer, and she's an actually it's Gina Davis, and she's an Olympian. She so you really the, are doing the accent the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Fine, yeah. I won't. No, no, um, do whatever you want to. But yeah, I said that it was Renee Russo. And it was Gina Davis. It was Gina Davis. So apologies. She, she I, did... I know that they both listen to this podcast, so I apologize. But um, she did go to the Olympics. Renee Russo? No, no, Gina Davis. Yeah, I think something happened where she just missed out on making the team. Or something uh, like that. But okay. she's, I mean, archery is really, really, really tough. Well, I want to fly through this because that was your one. Okay, Me and the Megatron. <laughs> it's not a Megatron. It's a Jumbotron. Yeah. I was right. I said Megatron was a Transformer. A Transformer. And he is. Yeah. And I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> Can I ask, uh, just as we're doing this, Megatron, he's the bad guy, right? He's from the Decepticons. Yeah, and Optimus Prime is a good one. Okay. Um, and so Jumbotron. And then the other thing, Diffuse. Yep. Remember we were like, what's the word beginning with D when you dismantle a when bomb? When the bomb squad comes, mm-hmm. you defuse a bomb. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But and you didn't it. get that you didn't get that wrong. No, I you know. Just your brain just wasn't finding it. Which no. is rare for you because as we speak about nearly every episode, I am so impressed with, with your memory. Thank you. But that's why it just horrified me that I couldn't think of any of those things. But that was it. Besides that, was that my you little, got everything else right one hundred percent. No, no, I didn't. Viruses are not alive. Okay. Yeah, you were right. So the thing that I'm picking up is that I'm usually right and you're usually wrong. No, 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 no. No. No? Okay. (laughs) Episode seven was a freak occurrence. That was just a brain fart moment for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's see how we go now in episode eight. Yeah. Um, But I'm pleased you're not as dumb as you look, so... No, it's all an act. (laughs) Um, But, but, you know, fun game for those um, listening at home... You can tally up how incorrect all of our stuff is. But isn't that just the case? Obviously, this is being recorded. There's no editing. It's we start, we bash it out, we end. How often, let's be honest, how often you go for a drink with mates at the pub, you go out for dinner. God, there must be so much bullshit that gets said between friends that is not correct. And especially now with having... The internet. Yeah, Mm. on your phone, literally there in your hand. Yeah. You can just whip things out now. Do you remember before the internet, there used to be a number that you'd call? So there, there was actually two stages. I think I remember this. Yeah. And you would call it up. It was when the internet was early and I think it was just like one girl in a room with the internet. Yeah. <laughs> 013 or something. I don't think it was one. I think there was probably a selection. Fine. Yep. But for the sake of the story, there's one woman just on her own <laughs> with a computer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and when you'd go out and people would have a few drinks that and you'd be like, thing. oh, who won the 1985, 84 Super Bowl? You. Mm-hmm. And you'd I call and she look it up. That was quite short-lived. I feel like technology mm. caught up pretty quick with that, right? Well, it took a while for phones to have the internet. So that was around for a while. Yeah. That was around for years. Yeah. And I mean, questions like that, that are factual, they were fine. You could ring up and ask that. Sure. But then... <laughs> the drunker you'd get, you'd or the more the night progresses. What's well, my middle name? No, and you'd go, you'd ring up, and you go, "Oh, hi, what's the song that goes?" Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, and that's how Shazam was invented. And the poor girl would be like, I- "I'm sorry, I'm what? sorry, I can't do that." Oh, what a! And it was quite expensive. I remember it was like three, four bucks or something like that. A call. I have no idea. It was, I think, but um, it's funny though, isn't it? Because you know, we've spoken about this before. How we always have our phone in reach and uh you know there there was that interview joe rogan and elon musk where he was talking about correct me if i'm wrong but he wants to put chips in a body or something so there's no hasn't that started hasn't someone done it yeah i think it's elon yeah oh okay because he was saying 
we're pretty much cyborgs already because yeah. we always have this thing in our hand and we always reference it or we're always opening it up. That's why people laugh when, you know, when people go, I'm never being microchipped, I'm not being tracked. It's like, too late, buddy. We've already done it. It's just going to put it in your body mm. so there won't be any medium, mm. any middleman. Mm. It'll just be direct. You'll think, oh, what's that word in Spanish? Boom, you can say it. So we're all going to be apparently, maybe in the future, highly intelligent. What do you think about that, Coves? Do you think that's a good thing or do you think it's... I look forward uh, to you all catching up. To who? You? <laughs> oh, God. All right, Megatron. That's my new nickname for you is Megatron. But no, how, how freaky that we're already kind of Robocops. Yeah. Yeah, no, right? I know. Well, the, I it was a while ago when a woman first put like a a chip in, which was for payment. So, you know how we have an Apple Pay on our phone or whatever she did yeah, Guy to, and I did to that. swipe, yeah. just to be able to swipe and pay. Yeah. A friend of mine did it and he put it in his, his hand, I think, and he was using the, the public I'm fine with ca- still carrying a bag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want it to be sterile, right? You, mm. you want it to be, yeah, I don't know, just something in your body. It's very total recall, you know, when um, Arnie has to pull the thing out of his nose. Yeah. Is it Johnny Cab? But that re- it reminds me of, um. did you see a movie called Upgrade? Why no. do I always go, do you see a movie called, you're right, I accidentally do turn it into the movie show. I should try It's and... great though. It's mm. something that we both enjoy and everyone likes a movie. Well, there's this movie Upgrade. Yep. And it was sort of a low budget, um, very low budget. It's interesting. It was about a chip, you know, then taking over. Okay. Um, but it, And the guy in it looked like Tom Hardy. It was like a poor man's Tom Hardy. Okay. But that's exactly what it does. It goes in as just like an AI, you know, because mm. he has a he becomes a quadriplegic. Okay. So he uses it to be able to control these like mechanical arms. Yeah. And then it takes over. Sounds like Lawnmower Man. Do you know that movie? No. Lawnmower Man. That was that was a favorite of mine when I was younger. And it was about, I, from, I'm going to stuff this up as I always do, but my memory of it is that it was about a... A guy that was a gardener, and I think he was a little bit slow, and then he somehow gets involved with, this is when um, virtual reality was just starting. Great movie, early 90s, but it Sounds all goes a bit wrong. Sounds riveting so far. No, it all goes a bit wrong because um, I think when he, he gets you know into the machine, things go a bit skewiff. They go what? A bit skewiff. 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 Yeah, whatever that means. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I've never um, heard it pronounced skewiff. I've always said skewiff. <laughs> um, but I'm sure the listeners don't want to hear me second guessing every second word I say in this episode. <laughs> but um, another one, Tron, you know, the ghost in the mm, machine. Mm-mm. And I feel like we're going through a similar time, obviously, because we're all, well, pretty much this year has just been. Working through computers, yeah. socializing via computers. Yeah. It's, yeah. It really turned into that. Yeah, but you know this. I'm not into it. I don't want it implanted into my arm. I want to give my phone away. I want to be the – I'm part of the revolt. When are you activating that? Um, we have an upcoming <laughs> meeting. <laughs> are, are, you, are you – I have to take my glasses off. It's all so tight on my head. I can't – Oh my god! I thought I like you. Sort of took on a bit of a different persona when when you had the glasses on. I quite liked it. I'll bring them back. I just yeah, need my back. brain just to need breathe a for a second. So, but you were doing um, you were doing Zoom catch ups with friends and stuff. Mm, Not really. I've done. I, yeah, I can count on one hand. Okay. I think a friend's sixtieth, a friend's 
uh, an auntie 60 at the friend's 40th and that's it. I had friends that were really into it and they were getting really drunk when they did it and they had, they had games and they would post screenshots yeah. and there'd be like 20 people on the Zoom. And I felt like shit because I was looking at it it's like, I did not know 20 people that want to have a Zoom party with me. No, I'll do one-on-one FaceTime a lot. I love it. You know yeah. I love FaceTime. Yeah. Um, and but... you love those really annoying voice text messages that I don't know if I'm the only person on the planet that hates them. Yeah, you hate it. hate them. I, I have <laughs> no time for them because your digits are going, you're texting, there's a back and forth, and then all of a sudden these but... these little wave files pop up yeah. and I've got to press it and then, you know, it, it just turns into a whole different thing and then it's like, why don't you just call me? Because I don't have time. And it, it, it's, but you have time to record it. Press in. It's a text with tone. Yeah, but it takes a lot of time. Really? Oh, right. I get that if tone's important, but when you and I text, there's, tone doesn't matter. Okay. I know the tone. <laughs> it's always the same tone. Impatient. Impatient. You're, <laughs> you know, completely overthinking things that don't need to be. And, you know, there's 400 texts that could literally be one line. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> so you're saying that you. Yeah. In the near future, are going to go completely off the grid. You're going to get rid of your phone, laptop, the whole thing. Is that where you're? I'm going to go uni bomber. What does that mean? Like Ted Kaczynski. I don't know anything about the uni bomber. Really? No. I thought that's who. When you first walked in the door today, I thought that's who you were going as because you had the hood on and the glasses. Yeah, I know that the uni bomber was a bad thing, and I know that, right? And I know that um, I've been told sometimes when I've worn an outfit, people. It's a bit of a cliche to say, oh, you've dressed as the, as the uni bomber. Is that right? Well, because all they had for his description was the beard, the hood and glasses. That was it. Oh, yes, yes. He was a terrorist, correct? Yeah. Okay. So you said I look like a terrorist. But he what, he was like, um, why I said I'm going to go uni bomber. I thought not... I looked very hip. I mean, I'm dressed like Liam Gallagher. He's one of the best dressed men alive. Yeah. No, you look fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Um. <laughs> Why I said I'm going to go Unibomber style it wasn't the terrorist part, which is what he did, which was the mail bombing. Um, but oh. he also wrote, like, as a lot of these uh, figures do, write yep. their manifesto. Mm. Um, and it was all about that, you know, um, you know, big brother and, and government control oh, and okay. sort of going off the grid. And so then he went and lived um, for years completely off the grid in the middle of the woods. And they didn't find him. They did, in the end, through his brother's wife, I think is how they caught him. Oh, the yeah. sister-in-law dobbed him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was a very smart guy. He was like a uni professor or something. And yep. Yeah. Okay, but why was he doing bad things? Because of that. He wanted to... Take certain people out that he thought were bad influences on society? No, 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 no. Was it that... wasn't about people. He wasn't even saying that. I think he says later that he wasn't even... He didn't mean to hurt anybody. Oh. Um, Okay. He wasn't targeting p- people in power and stuff. He wanted to get across the message that people didn't have any freedom and, or, you know. Okay. But this was a while ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Unibomber's what? Um, is it 60s, 70s, 70s? I, as 80s? I said, I, I need to know more because I'm very, very uh, uneducated on the Unibomber. Well, at least now you know when someone says, oh, you looked at the Unibomber, you can go, oh, Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there an actor with the surname Kaczynski? John. John Kaczynski. Krasinski. And he, Krasinski. And he was he was in Similar. the US office and he married an actress and he did a wacky zany- uh, he married Emily Blunt. Instagram live show <laughs> that everyone thought was very cute. Okay. Am I right? Yeah. Did you watch his Instagram live show? I did not. Yeah. He, he did like a- 
he was taking the piss a little bit. I think of like a late night show sort of thing. But okay. lots of people seem to get he's very get funny into it. Yeah, he is. But then he's um, he's gone on to sort of be like a serious. He was in a great uh, TV show that I watched on Amazon. I think it was. Is it Tom Clancy? Uh, Tom Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, but Tom Clancy's the writer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tom for Clancy's a second, Jack I just Ryan. thought you um, were just... I love that. I love shows like that, like Thriller, bit of espionage, CIA, fantastic. Yeah. That's probably my favourite. Is there an actual subgenre to that? Because I'd just call it a thriller. Yeah, but it's like a... Is it a CIA thing? It's like a... It's not a procedural. It's... um Procedural? What's your favourite genre? Procedural. Oh, no, a procedural is like Law and Order, um, oh, things like that that right. have the whole... You know what I mean? Where at the end, dum, dum, they then go and have the, the, the court case. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to have a court case. CSI is a procedural too, um, oh, and there's no court case. What's his name? He was fantastic. Oh, the, God. Uh, please. Um, Horatio. Yeah. <laughs> I loved him with his glasses. That was fantastic. Is that still going, His name's David Caruso. David Caruso. And he, and, he, really and he just says those one liners. Looks like it's going to be a long winner. Totally. <laughs> yeah, he always just had one liners. Yeah. What an easy, easy acting job. You just, I mean, he, he said other stuff. He had monologues and shit, I'm sure. Yeah. But for the most part, he just had that one line. And he dropped the um, he dropped his sunnies, and they're like wrap around Oakleys, I think, or something like that. But that was CSI Miami. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I think was my favorite, but the original was CSI Las Vegas. Oh, ow. Okay. You're supposed to be like the aficionado on all this stuff I'm talking about. I know, but I was trying to put the glasses back on and it okay. really hurts. Well, you've got the wig. So, yeah, yeah for, for those of you listening, Cobes has got this amazing, uh, what, what color would you call the wig? <laughs> it's I didn't auburn. Have a, I didn't have access to a blonde one, but if you go back through the photos, Kurt did go through an orangey sort of from bleaching. Yeah, bronze. It. I call yeah. it bronze. It's bronze. Like when I used to peroxide my hair in high school and I didn't know how to do it, this it would always come out bronze. This is a sun in, a sun in colour. Yeah. And then where'd you get the hat from? Uh, that was just lying around? Yeah. Okay. Whose shirt is that again? The outer shirt? Oh, the outer? Yeah, the outer. The outer is the only thing that's not mine. Okay. It was a lady who um, gave like a bunch of clothes to us, doesn't like to just give away. I really like it. It reminds me, the one time it. I actually designed a shirt, mm. it was a, a leopard print shirt for a man because I couldn't find a leopard print shirt and I so desperately wanted well, one. Well, you know what, JR? It's yours. Well, I don't I don't wear leopard print anymore. Otherwise, I would have oh. I would have been just all, all over it. All <laughs> over <laughs> that. Back in the day in my 20s when I was in the bands and I was touring around. Hey, you know what we didn't do actually speaking of touring and bands? We never um remember somebody requested Oh, that you tell a cool old rock time story. Yeah, and I, I mean, I went off and I sort of thought about this because I remember in, in whatever episode it was, I said, okay, I'll do that. But then I thought, you know, it's private, isn't it? Do I really want to... What what happens divulge? on the road stays on the road. Well, that's what they say. But I thought one of the general things that I could mention is because you usually travel in a van, right? Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the tours I did had like 30-odd dates or something. You're in this van and you travel from, at the time, we're in Melbourne. You travel from Melbourne. You just play a show every night. In order to be able to facilitate being able to pay to go to the gigs on the weekend. Yeah. So you play some really, really uh, interesting pubs. I actually watched this documentary yesterday called uh, Hotel Cool, cool Barty. I'm probably getting this wrong. And it's about a mining town in WA. And these two backpackers, these two poor girls have no idea that they're going to this outback pub that's mainly just chauvinistic men. It's it's actually kind of hard to watch at times. 
but it reminded me of some of the pubs that I played, Cobes, you know, when you're not in a major town. Some of them are fantastic, but some of them just going back 10 years. So when you're traveling, you're obviously, I've spoken about this before, you, you get paid, but you also get paid, well, not paid, but you get a rider, right? So you get quite a lot of beers. If they like you, they think you've done a good job. They'll open the bar up a little bit. So you're, you're with four, five, six other men in their 20s who are all in one tiny little van. And you're kind of drinking every night. And then in order to get over the hangover, what do you do? Drink again. You drink again. You're not eating very well. You're eating like dim sims or whatever you can get. You might get a palmer and, and you know, Quick question. Chips. People say dim sum. Yeah, I think it is dim sum, but... I don't know if this is Australia-wide, but in Melbourne, there's a thing called South Melbourne Dim Sims, which... We say Dim Sims too in Sydney, okay. Dim Sim. Yeah, but so then... I think it's like an Australian hybrid. Okay. But I think Dim Sum... Yeah, that's what I hear everywhere else. Yeah, I think that's that's a vibe. Okay, that's all, as you were. Or a Dimmy, and I do love a Dimmy. It's If I could have <laughs> one bad thing to eat for the rest of my it's life, it would be a Dimmy. That was just all I needed to know. Keep okay. going, you were on a roll. So... You know, you're traveling, you're about two weeks in, you kind of have one night off a week where you're not drinking because it turns into quite an unhealthy um, cycle because you are. First night, you're all excited, you drink. Second night, though, you're not feeling good, so you drink again. Hair of the dog. Right. I'm going to have a Snickers from our trick-or-treating pile. Do it. By the end of the week... the story is not short. By the end of the week... You know what I love most about this podcast? (laughs) Is... Whenever I start telling a story that is interesting and, you know, <laughs> I've spoken to some people and the general consensus is that my stories are actually a lot more interesting than yours. Hey, um, I, they are interesting. But you give me, I can even see your eyes behind your white sunglasses. <laughs> they are rolling. There's whites in your eyes more than there are pupils. The pressure, listeners, that this lady puts on me to wrap my stories up is quite Amazing. You know what? I think it just comes from my insecurity oh, God. that people uh, aren't engaged. And oh, I think, God. stay with us, stay oh, with God. us. No. When I hear the word insecurity, now I have to back off and go, okay. Anyway, <laughs> so by a week or two in, people aren't healthy, right? Your diet's not good. So the one story that I can give that's a bit of a cop-out, it's very true. I've never been in a vehicle that's so smelly. Think about it. You've got five, six blokes in a car. Eating Maccas. Oh, my God. And then you go and stay in these shitty little rooms above pubs. And look, at the time, it was fantastic. It was so much fun. It really was. Wait, that's your rock and roll road story is that the vans are smelly? Yeah, I'm copping out. I'm, it's I'm doing major cop out. Yeah, I'm doing major. Well, I can't because the stories are so specific. Well, the thing is, the same is for me. And what was my request? Can you tell some like some of your party wild, crazy days? you got to save that for your memoirs. Well, I just don't want to be like, there's a statute of limitations, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 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 this is just for me the one thing, and I'm not saying with every band, but just in my 20s, it's a, and myself included, it's, um, yeah, it's not the healthiest uh, lifestyle when you do it. But I think about in my 20s, it was fantastic. It was so much fun. You're younger, you're fitter. And I know people that are older than 35 roll their eyes when I say, oh, I'm 35. But God, I can't think of doing that. I, I don't think I'd make two, three days doing that now. Mm. Heinous. Yeah. But it was so much fun, Cobes. You were rubbish after one day when we were in um, Melbourne on tour. 
Well, that was that was a bit different because I had about two hours sleep, and then you know we had to travel in the car back to. Yeah, that was a whole. And then the plane nearly didn't take off, and then yeah, Corona was fragile. fresh and people were coughing. But yeah, no, I wasn't well. I was just powering through it on photo frogs. Yeah, but you don't drink. Yeah, but I was I was high you know, on sugar. <laughs> you were high on sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that that that's my rock and roll story cop out. What do you think about that? I think it's a major cop out. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when I think about it, it's 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 not. I, I mean, I wish I had... No, I'm just teasing you. I agree. It's not something that you... Plus, you know, like you always say, our podcast is going gangbusters. Exactly. But, you know, you got to be careful what you put out there. Well, I just <laughs> I just think, um, you Can know, I finish my Snickers or is it going to be annoying on the microphone? No, it's fine. I'll, I'll chop it out. But, yeah, I, I was just thinking, I, I mean, rock and roll stories. Um, yeah, watching that documentary about Aussie pubs, I think, yeah, the main takeaway I had about touring... I'm going to say Australia. I mean, I've, I've been fortunate enough to play shows in America and Europe, but Australia, my home country, I really got to see places that I would never, ever usually see, mm. you know, and you would spend, you would spend a good couple of days in these smaller towns and you'd get to know people I'd, there. It was, it was really I'd interesting. I'd like to do that. I mean, I haven't seen much of Australia really considering how much there is, um, yeah. that maybe now while travel is. So limited internationally, but now you can get stuck in. Mm, I can give I can give you some hot spots to go to that I played if you really want to get the full experience and some to avoid. Well, it there were just certain times because, uh, especially one of my bands, we were I guess we dressed as what we, we were quite. Um, we dressed like dandies, I think is what what you'd say. We used to have kind of we always had a neckerchief or a necktie and some colourful fedora. Clothes were very tight. We'd nice. wear it, it was a look. We were, we were into it, but it didn't often translate well in the country towns. Right. So um, sometimes we weren't always welcome, which is interesting because most of the time they would pay to come and watch us, but be quite hostile. Mm. Um, like a so, beer bottle to the head hostile? Oh, if you didn't keep your wits about it, you definitely. Have you had a bottle thrown at you? Uh, not from memory, but uh, here's a rock and roll story. We played in a see, town. See we played in a town out. on the east coast. I won't mention the town. Um, beautiful coastal town, actually. But Townsville. We, no, 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 no. It was in New South Wales. So <laughs> we rock up. We do the sound check, and um, one of the managers of, of the, the pub turned to us and said, "Oh, listen, um, you know, we just had our local football grand final, and the boys lost. So they're not in the best of moods." I'm like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, sure. Now, the footy team was a big, big deal in this town, and they were supposed to win, didn't happen. We rock up. We're doing the sound check whilst people are drinking. People are already drunk. There was a guy there who, um, I think his nickname was Sharky or something like this, but he, whilst we were sound checking, proceeded to take his pants down and moon me, <laughs> and he had a bit of a shark, shark bite out of his butt. Like his upper thigh, there was a little a real bit, one. Yeah, yeah, legit. I think that's from why a I'm shark. Sharky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he had copped a nibble, and he just made these weird eyes at me, and you know, you kind of smile and go, "Good on you, mate." And then, yeah, he proceeded to moon me. So that was that. We were then staying above the pub. We scooted upstairs, started to have a few drinks, get ready. We didn't dandy us up as much. We sort of there were no neckties that night. We went downstairs, started playing. It was obvious that the energy wasn't fantastic. Right, they'd lost the footy final. They were getting drunk, but they they were getting down a drunk. So um, 
Sharky proceeded to do the same thing whilst I was playing, made really weird eyes at me and then stood right in front of me. And there was like one security guard, but he was mates with all the fellas. So he's just like, I don't give a fuck about you, JR. Sharky could do his thing. And Sharky just mooned me for about two songs. And they all thought it was fantastic. They're like, yeah, you're on your Sharky. You him. He's wearing a leopard print shirt. Fuck him. So we did that. And then afterwards... Um, we got the vibe that we should retire upstairs because it was getting pretty hostile. They didn't like us, and I think they sort of looked at us and they're like, you're the reason that we lost the footy game. So we went upstairs, and uh, we had to hide because after they were kicked out, they decided to chant for us to come downstairs because they, uh, they didn't like us, and uh, we are going to be taught a lesson. So that was fun. We were, we were pretty much locked up upstairs above the pub. You had to be like rushed out under jackets out the back, back onto no, the... No, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't that fancy at all. We were literally just upstairs. Oh, in, in a, a pub hotel room, like where you were staying. Room. Yeah, 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 which is always the <laughs> Bathroom at the end nice. of the hall. Yeah, and, and the rest of the footy team and some of the other patrons after a few too many bourbon and cokes. Okay. Congregated out the front, chanting to come downstairs because, you know, and we didn't go downstairs. But you didn't go downstairs. No. Have you ever been in a fight? <laughs> Have you ever been in a real fight? I don't know why that just popped into my head, but no, I'm not curious. as an adult. Really? No, no. no. Violence is violence is a, a ridiculous thing. I mean, if 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 you have to, um, if you're in the very very unfortunate of defending somebody. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, but if you're if you're a grown adult, I mean, how ridiculous! I okay. mean, really, really ridiculous. I agree, but you're implying that I meant instigate a fight you could have been you could have had some person just come and belt you for some stupid reason i'm just curious if you don't just a question jr i and this is just going to be an answer kobe Mm. uh, but i've been very very fortunate that um having played so many shows in pubs where you know it's you mix alcohol and certain characters as we know pubs can be violent and then you're standing on stage and you're looking a certain way that that certain people may not take a liking to touch wood myself and no one ever played music with nothing ever actually happened to us Mm. um but you had to keep your wits about you sometimes i mean in saying that 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 was not the norm it was it was definitely there's only a handful of times that that happened out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows but um i think there's that thing where it's kind of like oh well you're asking for it if you're putting yourself up on stage Mm. do you know what i mean yeah um, hey, I almost had, I almost got into a fight, and that was the once, the first and last time I was ever a promo girl. <laughs> Why were you getting into a fight, nearly being a promo girl? So, this is a million years ago. I was um, a promo girl. <laughs> really? Like, but you're, it should we're we're peace and love. Huh? It wasn't your fault though. Like you weren't. No, no, no. I wasn't. No, no, I wasn't no. drunk. I wasn't. I was doing. I think it was for. Oh no! I was going to say Corona. It wasn't. It was for. I know what it was for. It was for Tui's, uh Dry. You were extra a dry, his, extra dry. Girl. Yeah, okay. And I did one thing. It was oh gosh, I don't even, I don't even know if I was tw- even twenty years old. Yeah. Um, and it was a, it was a, you had to go around to sort of rural or coastal places mm. with this whole uh, virtual reality uh, snowboarding sort of apparatus. You know, like okay. they do at the games, yep. arcades, and stuff. Yep. And you had to snowboard. You were snowboarding, or no, no, no. I would have to get people. So I would walk around, and I'd be, and I'd say, "Hey, if you drink, if you order two is extra dry tonight, they have to buy it. If mm-hmm. you're drinking that, mm-hmm. then you can come, and that gives you a place to enter. Then you can have a go on the on the snowboard. Gotcha. And whoever wins, whoever does the best time, wins this pack. The pack yeah. was like a five thousand dollar thing of 
um, all these goodies and some, yep. and some lift passes to the snow. Sweet and, deal. Yeah, it's five thousand um, dollars. And and so I went around and I was like, drink two is extra dry. Drink two is extra dry. This is one night. What were you wearing? Do you remember your outfit? <sighs> Because those promo outfits are pretty risque No, sometimes. but it wasn't. It was me and a guy. It wasn't even two girls. It was me and a guy doing it. It wasn't like a Hooters outfit of tiny yeah, shorts okay. and a tiny tank top. It was literally, I think, just a white T-shirt that said two is extra dry. I've just seen like the Bundy rum. It wasn't like that. Okay. But again, this is 20 years ago sure. almost. I, I can't really remember. You were 15. Um, <laughs> 17. <laughs> 16. Yeah. Um no, I think I would have been maybe 19. Okay. And and I, I don't know, I'd never done it before. All I had to do was walk around and be like, hey, you know, I know you're drinking this beer, Corona, drink this instead and have a go on the, you know, snowboarding thing. And all I remember is I went up to some guy just to say that. I mean, I'm wearing the T-shirt. The whole snowboarding, you know, the whole thing is set up. You can see what's going on. Yeah. And so I went up to this guy that was standing. It was at this place called, um, can I say? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was at this yeah. place called Iguana Joe's. Oh, I like that name. Juana <laughs> Joe's. That sounds very exotic. Yeah. And uh, and I said to this guy, I said, hi, uh, you know, tonight we're doing a promo for, and before I know it, this girl, <laughs> I don't know where she came from. You were picking up her bloke. Oh, yeah. She spins me around and goes, what the F do you think you're doing? He's my boyfriend. Get your own fucking... Oh, and God, I was like... To be that loved. Huh? To be that loved. And I just, I was like, oh, my God. I was in absolute shock. I just, I froze. I was like, what? I said, are you crazy? I said, I am just working. And I like, she calmed down. But she was ready to just like punch me in the face. She didn't. Um, She refrained. So you diffused. I diffused. Diffusion. See, that's the way forward. If you can diffuse. A potentially very violent situation with a smile. (laughs) Do you remember, was she a, uh, like a a big girl? No, 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 no. She was little. Okay, but yeah. just feisty. Yeah, but I did end up, funnily enough, meeting um one of my best friends that night. <laughs> okay, he um his name his name's Dane, and the guy that was actually winning the snowboarding thing, his name was Daniel, and my friend who I hadn't met yet, Dane, uh, was not participating in the proper sport, mm. but he just wanted to win the prize. So every time I would go around getting new people. Dane would walk up to the scoreboard on the whiteboard and just wipe off the I and the L. Okay. And so it said Dane. Gotcha. Okay. And so then he came up to me at the end. He's like, hi, I'm Dane. I'm the winner. And and this other oh. little guy turned around. He's like, no, that's not true. I'm Daniel. He just wiped really? off the, the I and the L. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you miss being a promo? <laughs> oh, every person? day. Every day. What's the correct term for pro- promo model, right? I have no idea. But you have to, in that, you actually have to go and interact with drunk people, right? Ah, I wouldn't, it's it's awful. Good cash? I think it was like $25 an hour or something. Okay. But that's all right. Yeah. You know, if it was 40 years ago, whenever you said, you know, (laughs) that equates to like $100 an hour. Yeah. It was back in the, uh, you know, prohibition. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. And she was just like a normal kind of girl. I mean, I'm imagining that she's like this big kind of um, workout, roid raging. No, she was like a pretty little young, just... Really? Just, yeah, just territorial. Because that's the thing now. People are really big. I think that's changed in the last 10 years. But, you know, if you go out and about in town, there's a lot of people that are really jacked up now. Are you talking about overweight or are you talking about muscly? Muscly, like big units, you know, like muscular, Mm. you know, gym junkie sort of thing. I think it's become... Like you and I. Oh, God. But no, you know, you see see it in in Hollywood movies now, Mm. like... People, it's almost like they spend yeah, more time at the gym. Yeah, for $5 million, than, dollars, I'd go to the gym every day too. 
Would you really? <laughs> I'd like to think so. If, if that is what it takes. <laughs> Have you started exercising? Have you started that? I can't hear you very well through through my hat. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties. <laughs> Moving on. But no, there's a thing. And, and I just thought because, you know, steroids, there's a thing called road, ra- uh, road rage. Um, road rage. rage. Road rage. And if you have road rage, it can turn into road rage on the road. Mm. You know? Road ra- what do they say? This the um, side effects of taking steroids. Pimply back. Mm. Road rage. Shaven chest. I, I used to think that someone I dated had, was taking steroids. Right. Because it is, it is illegal, right? Steroids? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And and it can make your, your stuff small too, right? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> that's not, in his defense, that's not why I thought that. I don't know who you're talking about and I don't want to know who you're talking <laughs> about. But I'm just saying, <laughs> separately from what I've picked up on, I think it's illegal. And I think, yeah, definitely you can get um, back, back knee. Um, back knee. Back knee. I think that's what Did you just knee, coin that? Uh, I think I've heard it somewhere. Okay. But yeah, you see it. I see people all the time, just normal people. I'm like, God, they're huge. They're massive. Where are these huge people? I don't see them. Really? Don't, you don't, if you go to the beach in the city. Like, Where's I, the beach in the city? Bondi. Oh, right. That's the city, right? <laughs> I was at Bondi a couple of weeks ago. Oh my God. People are huge. Most of the people were really, really big, really, really. But do you think that maybe in these corona times, people are working out more and not just roiding up, but potentially, uh, you know, working out more? I think people in Sydney especially work out more Mm. because they have their tops off more, right? Mm. There's more of a beach culture. Um, oh, tops off more. I think you said tops off. top sophomore, and I was like, "No, t- you take your top off more." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I just think maybe it's because of the pressures of social media and all that sort of stuff, mm. and you, people can manipulate their photos and all this sort of. Would jazz. Would you ever take steroids? God, no, no. I'm pretty conservative, Cobes. You know, I, I don't. No, I wouldn't want to do that. I'm pretty conservative. Yes. I would agree to that. But no, I wouldn't take steroids. I, I don't ever want to be that big. Mm. I like suits fitting me. Mm. I know? don't like it. I'm not into that massive, huge, like, you know. No. Um, bulging, bulging muscles. My partners that I've had in my uh, my time as a man um, have often said that they're not into that look. But then I've often wondered, are they just saying that because I don't have it? And but- in your time as a woman... My time as a woman, is that what I said? <laughs> no, you said in my time as a man, so I was wondering about Well, that. you know, well, I didn't have girlfriends when I was, you know, I ah. wasn't a man. But I'm just saying in my, my, my time, mm. or like girlfriends of mine, when we're hanging out, we're having a chat, um, I've never known anyone that's sitting around going, oh my God, I love, I mean, I have, like I, I've been talking to people that I've met maybe out one night or something and they'll say, this is what I'm into. I go, okay, you know, there's obviously people out there otherwise i don't think these people would be getting so big mm. right i don't know but yeah no I, I i've never dated someone that said oh i wish you would get on the roids and get jacked up <laughs> but maybe as i said they were just being kind to me <laughs> right but it would be hard to find clothes clothes they have to get everything tapered in at the waist you need Tape a massive in. size at the top and the neck have to let the neck out yeah and the leg thing <laughs> i've never gotten the leg day thing because i've got huge thighs naturally and i hate it because pants look silly on me unless they're you know keppers a certain 
Is that what it's called? Keppers? No, don't you remember Keppers? What are Keppers? Keppers were those jeans in the 90s that yeah. were, were popular and I had a pair and my parents had to take me to General Pants, this like denim clothing store to get them. And they I know were, what General Pants okay. is. Yeah. Well, mum and Chris told me later that they had to literally run out of the store to stop themselves from laughing hysterically because I looked so ridiculous. In the Keppers. Mm-hmm. Keppers. So it's Keppers aren't around anymore. I don't think so, but they were just those huge, I mean huge, they were very popular in um, mustard and in purple. Oh, I'm going to have to Google this after the show. Keppers, K-E-P-P-E-R-S. And okay. they were these massive, not flareds, where they just go out at the bottom, just huge from the top. Oh, like my ACG pants. One of those. You know, those Nike pants of mine that you think are silly with all the pockets and they're tapered. No, they're way smaller. I'm talking about huge, Oh, huge, like hammer pants. Ju- no, but in denim. All right. I'm going to Google it. Keppers. Mm. All right. I missed out on that. Yeah. Were you a bit of a skater girl back in the day? <laughs> no. No. What, what, what was your thing in high school? What, like? You weren't a skater girl. You weren't a jock. No, I think I was... Were you a theatre girl? Maybe. I think I was just lost. Or were you just... You were just... I was lost. Completely individual. No. You were lost in high school? Well, in in little, little. Like, I started high school at 11. So, like, at 11 and 12 and... Well, I think everyone's lost. You go to a new school. It's pretty intimidating. Yeah, but we didn't have... It's not... I don't know. My friends were like very beachy and very Australian and I wasn't. Mm. So I remember I would go You're to very the... very cosmopolitan. <laughs> I was just I was just a little chicken okay. and I was tiny and I was scared of the waves. And so right. we'd have these beach days where we'd go to the beach and they'd all swim and I'd be Did terrified. Did you do nippers or any of that? Hell of... no. No. That's what okay. I'm about to say. Like I would go to the beach and then I would go into the showers yeah. at the beach at Bronte. Yeah. This is so embarrassing. Um and I would go into the showers there and get wet in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then come out and go, yeah, the ocean was so, well. <laughs> the sea was angry that day, my wow. friends. Wow, <laughs> okay. It's funny because... Yeah. Um, and then I'd have the wet hair and I'd look the part without stepping foot into the ocean. <laughs> have, you, have you spoken to my girlfriend, Sophia, about this? Because she was, you know, born in Bondi, grew up in Manly, did nippers, the whole thing. Hmm. And then one day, I think it's more Terrified. to do with sharks. So not into the water. Yeah. No, we haven't had a conversation about it. Well, you should because it's, there's a lot of similarities Oh, we talk. There. We talk plenty, don't yeah, you yeah, worry. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> but, but no, it is. It's interesting because, um, yeah, I love the water, but I grew up on a bay, which is very different. Mm. No waves. Oh, look, I wish that I was um, much more acclimatized to, to the ocean and the surf when I was younger. I was really scared. Um, it was never too late. No, no, I know. And I got better and then, you know... A, uh, my boyfriend um, of like, you know, my long longest relationship, he was a really, really good surfer. Mm. And so we would go... Like me. <laughs> exactly like you. <laughs> and uh, and so we would go to Bali every year and then we'd live there for a while and, you know... Really? Yeah, I think I've said this before, but Matt was, was, was really good. So he taught me... Like he tried to anyway. Um, How to surf? Well, you're a good, you're a good um, size, shape, height. Am I low center of gravity? I think yeah, I think uh, that helps with board sports, right? Well, and the good thing, and you should tell Sophia this, is in Bali because if the water's too warm, oh, there are no sharks. There are no sharks. Bingo. Yeah, but when are we going to Bali? I don't know, but it's the best place to learn how to surf because you won't get eaten if that is your fear. Yeah, but I'm a bodyboarder, and you don't want to go to Bali with a bodyboard bag. <laughs> 
Seriously. Hey, you don't want to go to Bali with the name Kobe. It's very close to Corby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But look, she's killing it. She's on some show, right? Get one of those one of those naked and afraids or something. No, 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 no. It's about um I think it's I'm a like celebrity Green getting Beret out. sort of stuff. They they do like what? Oh, yeah. SAS. Yeah, it looks pretty or SES. I'm I'm pretty sure that she's doing that. I'm not quite sure. I'm probably stuffing this up. No, I read sure something I about it too. I saw a big billboard too. She looked quite good. Um, so, you know, good on her. Back to life as normal. Well, for those that don't know who JR is talking about, it's a girl called Chappelle Corby who was uh, busted smuggling marijuana into Indonesia. Uh, what but did about... she do it? No one will ever know. Oh. Well, I, <laughs> I think we know. Are we, are, we, um, are we slightly delving into politics, though? Is that not political? I thought we weren't supposed to. Oh, we step to... away. What, what else is on our list? Well, oh, we no, were talking be... about dating. Let's talk about this. It's on our list from Ride-Ins, Friend Zone. Friends. Oh, you were quite excited to talk about this. Just because I think it's hilarious because I saw this this meme the other day. Oh, now I'm going to misquote it. But um, but it was like a text. You know those memes that are just a text combo? Yep. And, some, and one side went like, I love you. And then the, the response was, do you want me to help you back down there? And they went, down where? And they're like, back down to the friend zone where you belong. Oh, was that a real text? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, friend zoning. I um, I, I I'm I'm aware of friend zoning. Do you think people can ever come out of it? Uh, I know people that have come out of it. Really? Yeah. See, that fascinates me because I've always. I said... think it works, and I think it really works. Um, Doesn't with, matter then. with men to women. Huh? I think when men do it with girls, it it works. Men do it with women, it works. I, I don't understand. Well, I've never done it. I'm not just saying this, but I've never. I've never been in a friend zone situation and wanted to be out of it get out of it but i have seen it before my eyes happen mm. where one person's not into the other person yeah. listen we're friends yeah and then they're friends for x amount of time and then whether it, it be months or a year yeah no! and then before they go oh god no you know, way. maybe they have a few too many drinks one night, something happens. Hey, maybe I need to start dating someone that's actually nice to me and not just what I'm usually attracted to. I'll give this a go. Mm -hmm. But in my experience, personal experience, and mm -hmm. I've seen this happen a handful of times, mm -hmm. it never works out. I just don't. And look, like I say on here a lot too. Did that I'm, make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm prepared to be wrong. I've just, I've just never thought it... I've never felt it change or thought it would. So I have a lot of friends of the opposite sex that are guys. I can't speak for them. I'm pretty sure the feeling's mutual that mm. neither of us want anything more. But I love them dearly, but mm. it's a very different love. Like, I can't see myself... I have lots of female friends. You've got lots of guy friends. That can happen. I don't think that's friends only, though. That's when someone else wants no, more, No, no, no. Right? But what I'm saying is... is I can't see that ever. Well, what I was saying is, because I asked you if you think anyone can come out of that. So I'm saying, just mm. say hypothetically, one of my friends doesn't want to be there. I'm sure that's not the case, but like I'm just saying. Yep. I, I don't think I could change my perspective to, if someone is a friend, yep. to, I get, I get your story where you say, look, if you're making a conscious decision to do something healthier and you think, look, this person really loves and respects me, I should do something that's healthier and date someone supportive. I'll try it. I just think... If it's not there, and I don't know, actually. I think, I, you know what, here, I would like to be able to do it. I'd love to be that person in your story that mm. went, you know what, this is a person that I really respect and admire and, and love, 
I'm going to ignore that there's no like attraction mm. and see what happens. Mm. That would be really orkies though, I think, if you've been friends for like two years and that's how you operate. Yeah. Right? I and think that's what I'm talking day, about. Yeah, that I would find that difficult. Like how do you go from being mates and that relationship purely being a friendship yeah. and then one day you wake up and you're like, It know, does happen though. Yeah, it happens all the time. And I know I said that, that um, they, they've all been unsuccessful, but then now I'm thinking – I've met a lot of people, like my friend's parents, and, you know, they've been together for 30 odd years and you always ask, how did you meet? Oh, well, actually, we were friends for about four years. For oh, you know that, And you're like, oh, really? Yeah. And then one day just... Um, so I believe it happens. Yeah. I just can't see that happening. You're, you were talking about initially just meeting someone and then it instantly being... One person wants more and the other person friend zones them. That's what I usually think happens though, but right? But see, I think it's, if that happens, then I don't think that I don't want to be in that friendship. I don't want to have somebody have confused feelings and. Well, yeah, it's very awkward. Yeah. And I think what happens is there's a confused feeling moment or maybe there's a bit of a party pash situation. Mm. And then the next day, one person um, goes, oh my God, that. Are mm. you feeling what I'm feeling? The other person's are going, oh my God, I can't believe that. I haven't actually mm. know. We're just friends. Mm. And then the friendship happens. And then maybe down the line, something happens. I mean, I've seen. Nah. I've seen it happen before my eyes. And I've thought, oh my God, I feel so sorry for this person because they're hanging in there. And I know why they're hanging in there. And then the other person's like, no, we're just friends. I'm like, they want more. Yeah. And then before you know it, something happens that either ruins the friendship or. They go, all right, you're a nice guy, let's give it a go. I think that's that happens less, that, all right, you're a nice guy, let's give it a go. If, if it was me, because I just don't think it can just turn around one day. I meet people, I know within like five minutes of meeting someone, although I say this and then I've picked very badly my entire life. You know five minutes? <laughs> Maybe not five minutes, but I mean whether you're attracted to someone or whether there's some sort of spark or – but I think I give that spark and that like – Zazazu feeling like I give that way too much weight because that's what I base everything on, and mm, then they've all mm. been shocked. But that's what most people base it on is that mm. initial, uh, really attraction that's probably lust and probably is is coming from a bunch of different places instead of taking time getting to know someone yeah. and then going at a later, which would be smarter. But what most people yeah. do, they go, "Oh, this is uh, so much passion. I'm so attracted." <laughs> Because Boom. on paper, all my best friends and stuff, I love them. I would marry them in a heartbeat, in theory. Yeah, but you get to know them. But not in reality That's because what, it's not their passion-wise. the element, you know, the mm. romantic element, once that comes into it, it can stuff everything else up, right? Yeah, you're saying something different, though. I'm saying that my friends that I love and, and adore, mm. yeah, on paper, they're wonderful. And I think, oh, that girl's so lucky. They've ended up with great girls. They're wonderful partners, you know. Mm. The idea of them is, you know, yeah, on paper, I, I'd sign myself up for someone like that. But because yeah. that passion isn't there, it, I feel like well, maybe I need... passion's not important. Maybe you should, not you, but one should start going, okay, I'm going to consciously date someone that's more like a friend, you know? Or... I don't know if I could do that. Well, you don't know until you try. <laughs> do you? If you've never done that, who knows? Mm. But yeah, friend zone, mm. is it is it a successful move? So okay, so is it a successful successful move if you see someone you like, you you know that you want more 
um, they are not interested or available. And so your option is to be a friend with a plan. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's the, the, the thing that is a little bit creepy because it's like they've got to have a bit of an agenda, right, that the friend doesn't know about. I've never done that because I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to shut my mouth and, like, wait. I wouldn't be able to handle them. I think it's more guys being put in the friend zone okay. than girls. I, I, don't, I don't know many – I can't even think of any girls' friends of mine. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if I just – I've had this conversation and I, I, I think – yeah, I can't think of a friend of mine that's a girl that's ever turned around and gone – yeah, I've been friend zoned, <laughs> but guys, like guys, have been friend zoned, left, right, and center. Left, right, and center. The and friend, the whole zone is a friend zone. Totally, and I see it unfold sometimes before my eyes. And I go, "Whoa, how could you do that too?" Like being that where you constantly want something, you desperately want to be more than what you are in that relationship. And we're just oblivious, but we just think we've got really, really lovely friends. Yeah, but then they do like a weird thing and they say something weird and then they act funny, you know. A good test, if you think a guy is, is well, you've friend-zoned him, but you think that he's a genuine, he's cool with being in the friend zone, mm. you wait till the lady gets a boyfriend. Mm. And that's when stuff can be. I have a lot of friends that people would, like other friends would sort of bring that up and, and tease me you know, and them and stuff and say, oh, they, they want more or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I think, but that was maybe early stages. I think that I've gotten through that part mm. and then we've all accepted that a friendship is what we have. And then I've, you know, cause I've had a couple. Oh, you're talking about being friends after like having dated someone and then your friends? No, I don't have any of that. Really? Yeah. I'm talking about my friends. Um, this is something I won't mention, but like their names, but the ones that have gone, Hey, I feel this way. And I've gone, I, I can't, I can't meet you there. Sure. Yeah. Um, and you know, some I've lost. Yeah. And some have stuck around. Yeah. And like are real, real friends. But so you friend zone no... people. <laughs> you have, you've friend zone people. Yeah, but. Yeah, but but yeah. I, that I there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I just feel like you should have led with that. that well, because been... I was picturing me as the I was thinking of me. I was thinking of coming out of it. I was like, is that a possible thing? And to me, it's not. I, yeah. I don't think that that I can change those feelings. You're being very candid this episode, I like it. Too candid? Ah, it's up to you. But delete, I mean, I'm, <laughs> delete, delete. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going into my personal relationship with friend zoning. Because, you know, it's a lose-lose. If you say I friend-zone people, you sound like a bit of a... Well, not you, but... Oh, no, not me. No, no, you're not possibly talking yeah, about me. Yeah, some people. Um. Quote me and then say, I'm not talking about you. It's because I can't hear, oh, I can't see. yes, 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 yes. We'll just do a bit... We'll do some beeps throughout now the whole Now you're making episode. me freak out. Like oh, I don't freak that, but... out. There's nothing wrong with anything you have said. You're being candid. It's fantastic. That's what the world needs I think more it's of. better to be honest. And if someone comes to you and says, hey, I have feelings for you and, and you don't. Well, what's I'm, the other option? You just roll with it. Roll with it. You know, ha have some sort of mean, meaningless hookup or try it when you know it's not going to work. And then you it's You can't go against your gut. If you go against your gut, it's just. And also, there's going to be a, a divide in, in, you know, the, the, the power relationship between. Because someone else is going to know that they're the desired one more than the other one. And I just think and that's... And that's when you can be like, hey, can you go get my dry cleaning? Totally. Can you rub my and back? Like, I'll do whatever you want. Just don't dump me. Whatever. Yes, you are the best. You be wanted helpful. this. Yeah. Hey, you wanted to be my partner. This is how it goes down. Uh... You know? But yeah, you've got to go with your gut. You just... Um, 
I think the trick is what we do differently with our friends is we take a lot more time to get to know them mm. and... But i got to say, I put up with stuff in my friends that I wouldn't in a partner because I can take a break. I can detach in a way that I can't with mm. a partner. I don't have to think about sharing my life long term with them. Like, since we're being candid, you do stuff all the time that if I was... <laughs> Like, that would not fly. Are you dragging me into your candidness? <laughs> like, that's your shit, man. If you want to be candid, go, but don't start dragging me into it. What have I done now? Go on, you started it. Okay, I'm saying any friends, then hypothetical. I think you... No, you've already started it. So me, I do annoying stuff sometimes. If I was your boyfriend, you would crack the shits, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I can be flaky yeah, and I change that's stuff. All I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, but me being your friend, you're like, ah, whatever. Catch yeah. you when I catch you. And really, but, but you'll be in my life... Longer. Like, you know yes. what I mean? It's like, because the stakes aren't as, I don't as know. As high yeah. and it's not as intense. But it's not an insult because I love you more than someone I've just started dating. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I take it as a compliment and I agree with you. Yeah. We definitely are a lot more patient with our friends than we are with that's our what, that's what I'm saying. partners. Because I think a lot of the time, I'm like, why don't you, why can't you understand where I'm coming from? Why can't you come and more I, on my page? And I think we take everything a lot more personally. Yeah. So I don't take stuff that per- personally that you or friends do because we know that there's others. We're not, we're not the main thing in that person's life. No. You can go catch up. I'll see you in a year. Aww. Well, no, when you move to America, especially, and I wasn't going to bring this up. Is it three days or four days? It's November 3rd, so it's in four days. Yeah, so I'm not going to get political. You won't even know any of my political preferences, even though I think it's pretty obvious. But um, three days, do you have... Of course, you have a preference, but do you think, based on who gets voted in, will that affect you moving back? I think it's going to have an impact, yeah. Really? Yeah. What about friends of yours that are living there now that are actually American? I know you're pretty much 85% American because you've been there for three years. But, <laughs> um, will will Do you know friends that it will impact them? Do you think that they'll... Because I've seen things, people are trying to move to Canada or... Well, I've had lots of friends move out of... Um, and even though California is, you know... Uh, Progressive a and progressive blue, place, and, yeah. Uh, they've still he barely even goes there, just because of, but just because of lifestyle and and you know other side effects and and rioting and mm. just job opportunities. A lot of friends have moved out and gone back to their homes, whether that's in Texas or even even though that might be like they've a, gone back to the family ranch. Yeah, even though it might be a place that's um, politically even opposed to what they believe. Yeah, they've got space. Yeah, they've got space. They're kind of resetting. They're just letting this, you know, letting their apartments and houses go in, in LA or yep. everyone's just in a bit of a limbo. So I think that's a good, if we don't want to get political, I think it's a good place to leave it maybe because mm. the next time we speak to everybody. Yeah. But would it impact you? Um. It will in a sense of, uh, but I can't, I can't answer that without getting political because, you know, the way that things like Corona and all of that has been handled mm. by the administration mm. and stuff like that, that there is things that I sort of want done before I go back to feel a little bit more secure and a little bit sure. safer and stuff. So, sure. so let's just put a pin in it. Yeah, fair enough. Well, on that note, I think that's a pretty sweet spot to wrap it up, right? Mm-hmm. It's Halloween. Um, it's all happening, isn't it, at once? And to like everybody that's listening in America... Go vote. <laughs> Go vote, please. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But they, they, lots of people are voting early, which is yeah, good. Yeah. And lots of people are voting for the first time. So it's been really, really, really good to see. Um, I just pictured someone listening to the podcast because there was that photo that was posted of someone in, I think, Joshua Tree or Palm Springs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was imagining them driving and you then 
just barking, go and vote, and then going, oh, my God, Kobe, thank you. Oh, I wouldn't have voted had you not mentioned it. That's so, it. No, I like so it. So let's yeah, end on yeah, that. So hey, together, okay. everybody, go vote. Peace and happiness. <laughs> We're out. Bye.